and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is sponsored by Just In Case Nursing Pads. Just In Case is committed to making breastfeeding more comfortable, less stressful, and more sustainable with their reusable nursing pads. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again. Sarah's Chill was invented by a mom for moms and offers guaranteed convenience with their double-walled stainless steel container. Um, And we'll hear more about our sponsors later, but these sponsors make this podcast possible. So please head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page if you need anything. Check there and see if you can give any of our sponsors your business while you are there. Scroll down and enter your email address and get episodes sent straight to your inbox every Monday. And now Diane has our review of the week. And I totally forgot about this until like, <laughs> just <laughs> so we've been off for a couple weeks. <laughs> Abby's been out of town and you start and talking to like, oh. today is our first day. And I was like, oh shit, I don't have a review. <laughs> I totally forgot. So I don't know if you heard our little music playing in the background. I, know, but I, was, I was like, like oh, are we going to a music break already? But no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, um. I was pulling it up on my phone so I could read a review because we've gotten some really great ones in, over, you know, the last recently. And I was just like, Da-da-da-do. I was worried that I wouldn't have my microphone hooked up right. But that's so, usually the problem. Yeah, that usually is either one of us. But this one is on iTunes and it comes from Alyssa and she says she loves this podcast. I love listening to this podcast on my way to and from work. They've helped debunk all the myths that I've heard about breastfeeding. As a first time mom in my family to breastfeed, it was hard to get advice from my family because they didn't know what to do. So this has been like my holy grail for questions and honesty without them. Not I'm without them, I'm not sure how long I would have lasted. I'm coming up on 6 months strong. Thanks for all you ladies do. Congratulations to you. Six months is a great milestone. That is. And I was just thinking, like, when I was reading that, like, we should do another Myths episode pretty soon because those are always fun. I know. And there's so many. And it's like, all we have to do is go throughout our day and our weeks and jot things down. And then we have a whole episode of, like, things (laughs) that we hear. You know? Yeah. I try to think because I was on, I was the one who was on vacation and like, I was just randomly checking my Instagram every once in a while. And, you know, people are like, oh, I was, I was told that my baby, oh, here's one. Oh, I was told my baby is constipated because I don't have enough fiber in my diet. <laughs> I'm like, hold the phone. <laughs> That's, oh my God. Okay. I know. So, so it's just like, we could do a miss episode once a month. We probably you know, could, yeah. and just kind of gather the things that we have heard through the through the days and the weeks, and just like knock it out. I saw a family never stops. It never stops. I saw a family yesterday, and it was a uh, the mom and dad, and you know, and I've got you know, we're in my office, which is an exam room in a doctor's office, so you know, we're all wearing masks and everything, and. The mom was like, okay, they told me at the hospital that because of PCOS and hypothyroidism, I might not be able to produce enough milk. And I just looked at her and the dad goes, by the look on your face, that he got obviously from like the eyes up because that's yeah. all you could see of my face. It's like, by the look on your face, I'm thinking you don't necessarily agree with that comment. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's talk about really what's behind that. So Back it up. it's like, I'm not good at like hiding my facial expressions no, when it comes to I know, stuff like that at all. Right. 
I know. Um, I, I was in training one time. I was training a really long time when I was doing social work. And this woman in this training was saying something. I can't even remember. It was so ridiculous. I don't remember what she was saying. But like the look on my face, the woman next to me goes, close your mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mouth was like hanging open. And I was like, oh, like get control of your face. Yeah, that's how I am about breastfeeding stuff. Uh, yep, totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. totally am. So yeah, so watch for that in the future, everybody. We'll do another yeah. episode. We'll, like, we totally... just did four minutes on how we're going to do another, <laughs> another <I know>. episode. <laughs> great. Thanks for listening. Yeah. But today we're going to talk about breastfeeding positions. I, yeah. This came as a request, didn't it? I think. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah. I, I felt like it did. Yeah. yeah. No, it did. Somebody was like, I know that's probably hard to do over a podcast because you can't see but like um yeah because it was somebody asked for it yeah um, um which is yeah. how a lot of these topics come up so don't be afraid to send them along yeah absolutely absolutely actually um, our topic list ends next week so we need more do we i mean we we'll have one more on the, yeah i mean we'll totally it's not like the yeah. podcast is gonna end <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I know I'm I got all quiet. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it's going to be over. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just oh mean, you know, the the base, the kind of main list that we have going. Is it? Yeah. No, okay. don't worry. Don't panic. Okay. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, oh. Um, <laughs> but this is a good one because I feel like in the last couple of years, at least, I've been talking more and more about positions with with families. And I think people do not realize just how important the position the baby is in makes. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, just put the baby here and then just do this. And it's like, sometimes it really needs to be a little bit more precise than that. And when we make it more precise, breastfeeding's a brace. Like, well, doesn't it just go and show how important seeing breastfeeding is to breastfeeding because the only thing that you see is like in the movies with the people in the cradle hold. Yeah. And so when you get a baby, when you get one, when they hand you one, you just do it. You just automatically do it because this is what people see. Yeah. And it becomes just an automatic reflex for us. This is what we're doing. When cradle holds actually not the best thing for you or your baby. It's like the worst position for a newborn. Yeah, it it is. really is. Yeah. It's like the worst position for and we'll like get into but why that is. It's the position that we all do at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, and it's not because it's like biologically, you know, it's not in it's not part of our like, you know, history or anything like that. It's literally how strong cultural norms are. Mm-hmm. That shows us how strong they are. It's just what we automatically do. It's because that is what we see. Yeah. So don't do a cradle hold. I mean, if you did a cradle hold and that worked for you, great. But it is definitely like we're talking newborn. We're talking your baby just pops out and you put them in a cradle hold. Like, yeah, I mean, you have an older baby. They're going to, they probably, they usually just decide how they're going to sit. Yeah. You don't get a lot of say. No. But those newborn babies, they need a lot more structure and that's because they are so floppy. Like they just, they cannot, they cannot support any weight at all. And, you know, and if you hold your baby up, like if you're holding them and they're kind of up on your shoulder, like in a burping position or whatever, and you know, they're brand newborn and they're kind of looking around and people are like, Oh, look how strong their neck is. And da, da, da. But if you put your baby into a breastfeeding position, they're not holding their head up. They are not, they can't do it. They can't support the weight of that melon of a right. bowling ball on the 
top of their little puny shoulders. Like they just can't do it. So now you've got that heavy head and you've got a heavy breast and you expect your baby to be able to like manipulate their head somehow into a position and they can't do it. So it really comes down to you need to give them so much support. And that comes as a huge surprise to people. And you would think like as a lactation consultant, I'm always like, oh, people just know that, right? Like they just know that you have to give your baby more support. People do not. You do not know. How would you know? Yeah. How do we? Yeah. We don't know. We, yeah. We, you don't, we don't know. know what babies are. No, you don't know anything. I, you can even read all the books. And when you get oh a baby, you're just like, oh, my God, what the hell do I do with this? Thing? Right. And you don't know. And how I can't tell you how many times families have said, I really feel like I'm shoving my baby's head. It's like, but if you if you aren't supporting their head and moving it towards the breast, they're not going to get on the breast. They're not going to. You have to help them. Yeah. You can't just leave it up to them. I had one mom one time who like had the baby laying in her lap and she's like, he won't get on. I'm like, he can't just hop on on his own. <laughs> like li- like that is literally our conversation was like, he's not getting on. Like, well, he's like three hours old and he's just laying there. Like that's, yeah. you know, pretty much what it was. But you really have to be the one to kind of like su- do a lot of support with their you know, the base of their neck and their back and like support them, not like on the top of their head. You don't want to be pushing on the top of their head. I mean, their head was just hitting a cervix and, you know. And there's a big soft spot right there. Yeah, there's that soft spot. And so you don't want to, you don't want to be pushing on the top of their head, but you definitely want to be able to give them some support. And if you put them in that cradle hold as newborns, their little head doesn't have that support and it either falls backwards or it falls forwards. Not like drastically, but mm-hmm. enough to cause a very shallow latch. And that's painful. So a lot of times when I get families that come in because they're having painful latches, a lot of times we just need to fix a position and that's it. And it's that's all they need. Yeah. It, it really makes a huge difference. Of watching the position, which can help them, you know, with help with a lot of latch mm-hmm. things, pain. Sometimes people are like, "Oh, my baby just seems uncomfortable." They might be, mm-hmm. you know, they can't if they're uncomfortable or there's of a position that's causing them discomfort. Like they can't just latch; yeah. they're just no. going to fuss because that's they're all they can focus on. I mean, you have to remember, you know, your baby is in a very small space for a long time, and. You know, obviously they do well there in the womb. They love it, but they're in a very compromised place. And then they birth is not easy. So they tend to come out like their muscles are tight, their legs are curled up, their head might be like facing, you know, like kind of tilted to one direction or another based based on where they were in the womb and what their head was doing in the womb. There is a lot going on there. So your baby might be really comfortable in one position on one side, or they might like one side over another, because I get those questions a lot too. Why is the baby latch better on the left than the right? The baby only likes the right breast. Is it because the milk flows faster? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, the baby, like, they're more comfortable on one side than the other sometimes. And that's okay. We just work with it. We just, you know, we just kind of like work with it and see what happens. But it's very common that I'll have a baby that feeds well in the cross cradle position on one breast and then in football position on the other breast. Right. Yeah. And that's totally a, a position in the womb kind of thing. You know, they were obviously laying on that side of their body for a long time. They're very comfortable on that side of their body. So that's where we put them for feeding. And they don't stay like that forever. It's just in the beginning. Well, while we're working out all the kinks and everybody's getting used to everything. 
Yeah, like they just got here. They have no idea what to do. <laughs> they really and don't. like we don't know what to do either. And so I mean, I think a lot of times it feels like nothing's working. It feels like you know, it's just chaos. It feels like, why can't I do this? And those are very normal feelings. Everyone is feeling like this is brand new. It's a brand new human. You're a brand new parent. Like this is all very normal. So, you know, and you have that feeling like, I can't get comfortable. The baby doesn't seem comfortable. I don't know what position to feed in. You know, that's all really normal stuff Mm, to uh be figuring that out. And in trying different positions too, you know, if one doesn't work, um, trying a different one and yeah. getting that sideline position to work is a real, it's a game changer gem for people when they mm-hmm. figure that out. It really is. Yeah. And sometimes that can be hard in the early days, um, especially if there was a C-section delivery, yeah. it's hard to get into that position, but eventually you'll be able to, and it's okay. One thing that I want everybody to remember when we're talking about positions or when you're doing positions is the baby should be lined up with their nose opposite the nipple. And that's like, I don't care if you're standing on your head in the corner. If the baby's nose to nipple, that's all you need to know. Like, it is really, really important to remember that piece of it because if their nose is opposite the nipple, they have to tilt their head a little bit and open wider and get on, mm. they get on better. If their mouth is opposite the nipple, then they're not opening very wide and they're just kind of like slurping in the nipple. And that's mm-hmm. painful. And you can you're even, have a shallow latch with that. Yeah. You could take your nipple and like rub it on their nose or their upper lip, mm-hmm. which will cause them to reach up and, and open. Yeah. Absolutely. There's little, you know, those little tricks and stuff that you can do. And then as you get more comfortable, as the baby gets more head and neck control, you can go into like a you know, a, a cradle position. Yeah. That's fine. Once you don't have to give the baby so much support, but that takes a little bit of time. You know, it, it really does. It takes a little bit of time, but I always suggest to hold the breast for, for a little while, you know, like for the first few weeks at least, because that the breast, especially with your milk coming in can be pretty heavy. And if you don't hold it, then that breast tissue is just going to like slide out of their mouth and they're going to have a very shallow latch. Well, that makes a big difference too. And people are like, oh, do I really have to hold the breast? And it's like, I know it's like you want to have a hand free, but you've got the baby with one hand and the boob with the other hand. Like what, you know, but that's really what helps for a good latch. Yeah. Um, and for the parent too, I mean, you know, it, what happens a lot in that cradle hold is that the parent is upright, generally leaning forward a little bit. And very tense in the shoulders. Mm. And I don't think that people really realize that. So we think like environmental stressors cause us internal stress and can cause, you know, aches and pains in our bodies. Like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out at work. My shoulders are so tense. But actually, if you put yourself in uncomfortable positions that create neck tension, you can create stress and anxiety for yourself. Like it can work the other way. You know what I mean? Like you can have stressed shoulders and sore shoulders from being in that position and then actually feel stressed out from that. Mm -hmm. And so this is why it's really important to for a parent to be leaning backwards. Yeah. Backwards. (laughs) Leaning. (laughs) Leaning back. Leaning back. At like, oh my God, I'm really bad at angles. So you're not 90 degrees. You're like 45 degrees. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? I think so. I don't know if I'm doing the degrees right. 
I'm just anyway, with you. Leaning so. back like like you would lean back on a recliner. Mm-hmm. Not all the way, not flat, but leaning back so that your shoulders are resting. And pillows can be really helpful too. Propping your arms up with pillows and making it so that you're not, you know, when you're holding your breast, that you're not literally holding your your breast and your arm and your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, get prop a pillow up under there. Get it so that you're using and straining the least amount of muscles and yeah. be comfortable. Yeah. You don't have to be struggling and suffering. And I was, um, I was going to talk more about pillows too, for sure. And how, what kind of a role that will play. Um, yeah. Should we do it after our break? Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's give this a try. I know. After a <laughs> couple weeks off. <laughs> we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Just In Case Nursing Pads. Struggles with nursing pads that scrunch up in your bra, slip out of place, and leak through your top add unnecessary stress. Just In Case is committed to making breastfeeding more comfortable, less stressful, and more sustainable for new parents. Just In Case set out to redesign nursing pads from the inside out, incorporating their patented Confitex textile technology. Unlike other reusable nursing pads, award-winning just-in-case pads are super absorbent and leak-proof, so they won't let you down when you let down. Plus, because they don't contain a layer of PU plastic, they're more eco-friendly and can be tossed in the dryer with the rest of your wash, essential for new, busy parents. Just-in-case also has a range of award-winning, super-absorbent, reusable underwear, perfect for postpartum bleeds, little wee leaks, or the eventual return of your period. They've got you covered. Badass breastfeeders can head to justincase.com. That's J-U-S-T-N-C-A-S-E.com and use code BADASS15 for 15% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again. Sarah's Chill was invented by a mom for moms and offers guaranteed convenience with their double-walled stainless steel container. A little bit of water and ice is all you need to keep your breast milk or formula safe for 20 hours. No more lugging around chunky coolers and dozens of containers. You can pump and double pump all day into one sleek container. The chillers are dishwasher safe, airport friendly, and last a lifetime. Use it for wine, coffee, or any of your favorite beverages or even s- warm snacks when you're done breastfeeding or bottle feeding. Head over to sarischill.com, that's C-E-R-E-S-C-H-I-L-L.com, or check them out at Sarah's Chill on Instagram for more details. And you can use code BADASSBREASTFEEDERS25 for 25% off of your purchase. That's BADASSBREASTFEEDERS25. These sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode on badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes will also include further information about things we talk about in this episode. And at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you will also find breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. So pillows, I do find that they are really helpful and important. And that's really just, again, in the beginning. And you might feel like, my gosh, I need all this stuff to be able to breastfeed the baby. Um, I've had people say, how am I supposed to do this out in public with my 
boppy and my, you know, like mm. all this stuff. But this is really just the beginning while your baby needs so much yeah. extra support. You won't always need the pillows. You won't always need that stuff. But now a few episodes ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, we talked about like setting up a nursing space. And that is like, do that. Have a space that is yours, that's comfortable, that you have all your stuff, that you can sit and nurse your baby because that is where you are most comfortable doing it because that's really important. You're going to be spending a lot of time doing this. So having a comfortable place where you can sit, where you can recline if you want to, you've got your pillow where you can set it up, supports, whatever. If you don't want to use a pillow, if you don't want to use like, you don't need a specific breastfeeding pillow, if you don't want to, whatever you want, you can just use. Yeah, I was going to say you don't you don't need to buy uh specific things or specific pillows, you know, for um for this. You can just use the pillows that you have around your house. You know, usually people have you know, like bed pillows are fine. You know, you can stick those, fold them in half and stick them under your arm like between you and the chair arm or like mm-hmm. I remember my mom has this pillow you know those like kind of circular, like a shaped like a sphere. Yes, and they're, they're inside of it is not. It's not. Um, you know, it's not stuffing. It's like beans or something. Yeah, yeah. There, and my mom has one of those. And whenever I was at her house, that you know, I would get that because it was so comfortable. You know, it was real stiff and sturdy, and I would stick it under my arm. So you know, you can just if some people roll up. You know, you can roll up. Um, towels mm-hmm. or you know just try different things around your house you don't have to go out and buy all of these things no and you as your baby gets bigger you're going to need less and less things totally. so it's just kind of important to remember until they're a toddler and they'll be like doing handstands and i know tap dancing while they're nursing but one of the other things with the positions too because a lot of people do you know like abby was saying you kind of like lean over the baby and it causes a lot of shoulder stress once the baby is latched, you can go anywhere. Like you can move, you can lean back. I'm actually doing it in my seat like anybody's looking at me. But <laughs> you could, as long as you're got good support of the baby and you're holding on to the baby, you can recline yourself or move around or, you know, you don't have to just freeze in one position. Yeah. The baby's going to go where you go. So, and I'll say that to parents sometimes, like they'll be in my, in my office and they'll have the baby lash and they'll just be sitting there like kind of stiffly. And I'm like, okay, lean back. Like just bring the baby with you. And it's way more relaxing and way more comfortable if you can relax and be comfortable. Like it just get it, find a favorite spot and just, you know, Make sure your baby is latching in a position that is comfortable for you. And then kind of add to that, you know, add a add a couple of blankets if you want to. Sometimes it's hard for you, like as the breastfeeding parent, if you're looking, you know, your baby's latched and you're kind of looking down, it's hard to really judge how that looks. Mm-hmm. But if there is somebody that's there supporting you and they're kind of looking at you going, okay, let's put something under your arm or let's put something over here, you know, that can be really helpful because you don't really have the eyes to do that. You're just kind of like looking at your sweet little baby. You're not really seeing that their head is like tilting completely in a different direction or whatever. So it's it's good to have some support, a support person with you. To kind of say like, oh, you look really comfortable or oh, you don't look comfortable at all. 
Yeah. And I've said that to people too. Like, you do not look comfortable. Like, how do you feel right now? Because you do not look comfortable. So that is something that we definitely want to make sure that you're, you know, it. this is a partnership between you and the baby. Yeah. And, and, and feel free to take the focus off the baby for mm-hmm. a second and scan your body. Is your neck, is your neck tensed up? You know, are your shoulders, are you holding your shoulders up? This is a position that I am in 24 seven. Yeah. I used to have people like my friends would go to like the club when I was like 20 and they'd be like, relax your shoulders. I'm like, oh, (laughs) like I'm just like so stiff and tense in my shoulders. And so scan yourself, you know, relax your shoulders, relax your arms. If you feel like you can't relax a part of your body because you're having to support your baby or having to hold something up, stick a pillow under there Mm -hmm. so that you can relax. You know, this isn't supposed to be torture. Right. You are supposed to be comfortable. You, your baby, sure, but you are too. I think mm-hmm. we completely forget about ourselves and we say like, well, whatever, this is better for the baby. So I'll just hold my arm like this. No, no. don't just hold your arm like that. That's going to hurt your arm. You're going to like tire yourself out. It's not exercise. Don't let anybody tell you <laughs> that you're supposed to be relaxed. Yeah. And like do what you can to get relaxed and you know, like whatever position feels comfortable for for yourself and you know that if your baby obviously is uncomfortable then they'll let you know you don't have to wonder if your baby is nursing they're they're comfortable yeah it's fine but always it's like i was saying just always remember nose to nipple and your baby's belly should be up against your skin like if you've got the baby across the front of you, they sh- their belly should be up against your chest or up against your belly. If they're on the side, it should their belly should be right up against your rib cage. Um, that is another thing that's like, okay, well, wouldn't that be common sense? Obviously, your baby wants to be, you know, you want to turn your baby into a, where you are. But babies are wiggly. Yeah. And sometimes, especially, like I've had babies that are breech and they're, you can't get, their legs are still up and, you know, they're all wiggling all over the place and you want to be sure that they're turned in because that is going to be a more comfortable latch for both of you. So have them turned in close to you, very close to you, skin to skin, holding them and nose to nipple. We actually, so a while back, Abby and I like started to do this YouTube channel thing and we did that for a very brief amount of time and then decided... I don't know what we decided, but it was yeah, it was probably more than what we could <laughs> do at that point. But it's still up there, and there is a video that I did on positions, so you could even like check that out if you want to, because I have like a little bear, and you know, like kind of showing how to do different positions with this bear. But it is really important, like if you just remember nose to nipple, belly to belly. Just put that link in this in the show notes. Yeah, I will. I'll put it in the show notes. No, you know, nose to nipple, belly to belly, and keep that baby close to you and be comfortable. Like it's really important to be comfortable. And that can be difficult in the very beginning. You're recovering from childbirth. You're recovering from labor. There's a lot going on there and you're just getting used to this. So it might take a little time. So be kind to yourself about it. Yeah. And your baby might just be comfortable in a certain position, you know, and you might not ever know why. Because somebody, oh, is something wrong that they're not, you know, they, so this one woman, she messaged me, she was, you know, nursing her baby on, on the left side. And then she would switch the baby and flip the baby over onto the right side. And then he would get really fussy. And, 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 you know, what's wrong? Something's wrong. And, you know, and, and it's so hard because we can't ask. 
you know, what's wrong? <laughs> what, yeah. What's the matter? Why can't you, you know, so we don't know. But I said, you know, if this is causing, you know, it's causing, causing you stress and it's causing, and, and I said, how about you keep the baby on the left side? And when you want to switch breasts, just slide the baby over. Don't flip them over. Just slide them into the football hold mm-hmm. on that side so that they're still laying on their left, on their, on their side, on the same side that they're comfortable on. And, yep. you know, she was like, oh my God. I never even thought about that. You know, like it's it's so hard to think about these things because again, we see breastfeeding being done a certain way and to just, it's not within our experience to just invent new ways to do things in our head. That's not how like we work as beings. Mm-hmm. You know, we see it. We're like, this is how it's supposed to be done. So we do it that way. And we, and it's, you know, this way of, of thinking of a new thing to do is just, it's hard. Mhm. It is hard. And sometimes too you have to adjust your baby a little bit when they're on. And that is another thing that I think people, you know, kind of don't expect to have to do, but you once your baby's there, flanging their lips out, you know, fixing yes. the top lip, flix, fixing their bottom lip. I was actually at somebody's house today and she was she's a coworker, so um I went over to see her. She's had her second baby. And I, she had the baby on and I flipped the baby's lip out and she goes, what did you, what did you just do? I go, I just fixed her lip. She goes, that totally fixed the problem. Cause she was having pain, like pain with the, you know, with the baby feet. She was oh, like, oh yeah. She goes, that totally just fixed it. And I was, and yeah, this is her it second. Helps them, like, get, helps them get a deeper latch. Yeah. And that lip isn't rubbing against your breast, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. like that frictiony, you know, feeling. Yeah. And she was like, oh, all right. Well, that just fixed the problem. Like sometimes it's, she's like, is a baby going to figure that out on her own eventually? Yeah, eventually. Sure. But in the or beginning, just, they need your help. Out. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. People are like, well, then I got to fix her lip every time. Yeah. Well, she didn't say that, but I've had it. people say that. Like, well, I, am I always just going to have to fix his lip? Like, yeah, sometimes you do. Or not. It doesn't yeah. mean something's or- wrong. Well, then does he have a lip tie? Is that what that yeah. means? Like, <laughs> like no, a random hole of issues. I think that's our, well, yeah. And that's our automatic thing too, is something's wrong. It's mm-hmm. not working out the way that I see it, the way that I've always seen it. So something is wrong with my baby or the way I'm doing something. And that's yeah. not true. Oh, your baby's fine. They're just fine. all, they're all so different. And we do have to help them more than all. The way that we know and see breastfeeding is totally wrong. Mm-hmm. We go into breastfeeding with all of the wrong information, with all of the wrong ideas in our head, all of these subliminal messages, you know, the ideas that we have about it. It's all wrong. So, you know, we, we don't, we're not, we're starting off like just on the wrong foot usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sucks. It's- but like you can, you know, you don't have to automatically think that something is, it doesn't look the way that you saw it in the movies or it doesn't look the way that, you know, your friend looks. It doesn't mean there's something wrong. No, they're just, they're all different and they need way and more they need, help. They mm-hmm. need so much help. I was just going to say that. They need <laughs> yeah. so much more than you ever see anybody ever giving. Yeah. You know, you're not going to, if you saw like, you know, if you had, if you're watching a show and somebody has a baby, if you actually saw a realistic you know, version of what it's like to take care of a newborn baby and have a newborn baby in the house, that show would end. (laughs) You know, it would not carry on. Like you have to just, they skip all of that, you know, stuff. And it's just like, well, this is how it looks. And then it's worked. Now the baby's quiet in the corner. No. (laughs) Quiet in the corner. (laughs) It's yeah. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. This doesn't. 
But yeah, so that's this is how we do positions on a podcast when you can't see them. <laughs> yeah. We just sit here and talk to you about it for But you half can, an hour. you know, which you don't we don't you don't need us to sit Mm-mm. here and describe each position. Go on Google and Google breastfeeding positions and just look at there's a million, you know, there's a million of those little like uh diagrams or whatever. Oh yeah. That show you the different ones. The cross cradle, the cradle, the football hold, the sideline. You know, you can look at all of them and, you know, try different ones. And you might come up with your own version of something that's kind of in between this and in between that. And, you know, you're going to get yourself, hopefully you're going to get your nursing station. You're going to set that up and you're going to have your comfy chair with all your pillows. And you're just going to find, hopefully you'll find working through it, you know, the comfortable way that in the way that you and your baby are comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't Absolutely. have to look exactly like the way something looks in a diagram. Yeah. There's but it's no also rules. good to see the different options because you might say, oh, God, I've never even thought about. I never would have thought about putting my baby in a football hold ever in my life yeah. if somebody hadn't actually showed it to me. And that never worked for me. I never did it, but I my, also yeah. never would have thought of it. Yeah, me neither. It didn't work for me either. But for some people, that's. The most Some comfortable people, that's thing. the only thing they do. Yeah. And that's that's a great example of how different it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh. So check it out. Let us know if you have questions. And check out the links that we're going to put in the show notes because that'll be helpful too. And because um, I'm going to link the how to set up your nursing station if you mm-hmm. don't already have one so that you guys can do that too. So And the YouTube video that you did. Yeah. And the YouTube videos. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe mysterious stuff. We'll find other stuff to throw in there. <laughs> go in there and find out all the random stuff she puts in. I know. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.